0: Won, two, won, two,
1: three, one. Welcome back to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I am your host, Dion Kussel, joined as always by the coach, Harold Walmsgons, and this is our Missouri Hour, Hour 2, if you're listening in a two-hour block. Uh, we talk all things Missouri here, and coach, some good good matchups this week. Um, you know, record-wise, they may not look good, but I think they're they're competitive matchups with the, t- with the changes of, of the classifications by making uh, Class 1 36 teams, and uh, Class 6, 42 teams, and then kind of spreading things out there. You get a lot more of teams that would have been six and 7s now playing each other as four fives.
2: And we also have fewer 8s versus 1s, right? Yes, yes, very few. I think there's only one or two
1: out there, and I think they're in Class 2. Lafayette County is one of them. Um, they've got a 1-8 game. So let's go ahead and take a look at what we're going to talk about here in this hour. Our next segment, we're going to talk with William Crispin coach, Michael rose Ivy. He's got a REMAX Big 3 game as they host North Kansas City. We'll talk with our own Cole Young talk about little small school playoffs. Um, our third segment, we're going to talk with Park Hill South coach Justin Ponce. They head to Staley for a rematch of a one-point game from just a few weeks ago uh, in a Class 6, 4 or 5 game. And we'll also talk with Lee Summit coach Eric Thomas. He's got a rematch Big 3 game as they host Ray Peck, and then we'll finish it up like we always do. We'll talk with our own Andy Meyer and do our picks with the pros. We'll coach some good games this week, um, you know, games that will t- kind of test some teams. We'll start off uh, in, in Class 3, Boonville at Nob Noster. Nob Noster's had a pretty good season um last year they got off to the good start and then kind of when their schedule got tougher they ran into some teams think a little better this year
2: they get boonville this is a spot nom Noster hosted a home playoff game coach coach franklin has done a good job at nom and they're five and four i think this is going to be a good test for them
1: center at grandview i think grandview is in a good spot here on this one center
2: a little undermanned this year but uh you got to be careful your grandview that you know they've got team speed at center You bet, and Grampy's got to get it off off the good football team. They've won six games.
1: Hogan Prep at Kip is our pick game. We'll talk more about that game later on. Lincoln Prep at Carl Junction. Well, with the forfeit situation at Lincoln Prep, if you're Carl Junction, is that really the team you want coming to town, the way they're playing? You're playing a team that
2: actually was 8-1, and but they
1: have (laughs) a losing record.
2: This is going to be a tough one.
1: Yeah, and uh, Carl Junction, I think, has one win, (laughs) and they get to host a playoff game. So, yeah, it's definitely not – not what uh, Carl Junction probably thought when they were going there. Uh Marshall at Van Horn. Uh Van Horn has not played its best down the stretch. I think they they will get Marshall in this one, but they got to be careful here, coach. Their offense is solid, I think they'll be okay and I think they will be careful. Neosho at Raytown South in class 5. Uh Neosho doesn't have a great record, but they play against the Web Cities and the Carthages and teams like that. They had they were within 2 points of Web City going into the fourth quarter last week. Raytown South's got to be careful here, but that defense is so good. I, I think that they're in a good spot.
2: I think you're absolutely right. They are they are good defensively, and they fly to the football.
1: Okay, Pembroke Hill at Cameron is a pick game. Raytown at Platte County, tough year for Raytown, Coach, only the one win. I don't think uh, going to Platte County is what you really look to try and get things going in the right direction in a, in a win or go home situation.
2: This is another one of those things that's going to increase the experience of those sophomores and juniors at Platte County. Ruskin at Belton. Coach, quietly, though th- it's hard to see on the scoreboard,
1: Ruskin has played pretty good football down the stretch.
2: And and Belton has been solid in the games that they should win. They've kind of struggled against opponents that are higher ranked than they are.
1: Sherwood at St. Michael. Coach, uh, St. Michael quietly with just the two losses, that's a dangerous team in class, Two.
2: Those two losses came to Pius and East Buchanan. That's, you know, pretty good competition. I think they're a legitimate seven-win football team. Summit Christian at Oak Grove. Uh, I think Oak Grove's a better team here. Oak Grove
1: hung 87 on Warrensburg last week, Coach.
2: And you know what? They've got back-to-back wins. They beat Harrisonville and Warrensburg back-to-back. I think they're playing their best football of the year.
1: I think they are, too. Here's an interesting one that used to be there was a time when they are in the same conference they'd play every year. Truman at Blue Springs. It's the 4-5 game in that district. Uh, and Blue Springs coming off a win at Ray Peck. Truman has been more competitive this year. This is a game that I think is bo- good for both teams.
2: I think this could be a trap game for Blue Springs. I think Truman could step up and get them.
1: Definitely. They want to get caught looking ahead to Liberty North. Winnetonka at Fort Osage. Coach, uh, Winnetonka has had some successes, and they've also been blown out like last week against Raytown South. I, if I'm Tonka and I'm Coach Crutcher, drawing a mad Ford Osage in the first round is not ideal. Five and four Ford Osage football team is, is a dangerous place to be. Dangerous place to be. Coach, real quick here before we uh, end this segment, I uh, want to tell everybody we've got the updated Simone watch-up on the, on the side of the Simone Awards. Uh, depending on when you're listening to this, we should have the Fontana watch-up, and along with a companion piece with the 20, 2003 – Fontana winner Benny Palmer, former coach at Winnetonka and Park Hill South, he's now assistant at Lee Summit and uh, Coach. It's interesting. One nugget that I'll, that I'll tell you is back when he won that, he you know he knew he was going to win, so he had a, he had a speech he had written. They had to give up and give speeches, and so he was like he said he was so nervous. He much preferred to be interviewed by Mick Schaefer like the kids are today. <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah. a times yeah. have changed, and and uh, as we go through, we'll also have. Uh, you know Otis Taylor-Watch, and then the the Bell and the Buchanan. The Bell and the Buchanan will we'll probably do, in, if not next week, the week after, because his teams start to fall out. It's easier for them to compile defensive stats and get those kind of things going as they go forward. But, uh, no, it's awards season. We're getting close. And just a note, Ty Williams from Grain Valley, his game average dipped below 200 yards until last week when he went for 10 carries for 230 and four touchdowns in the first half against Raytown, Coach.
2: It seems like this entire season has kind of been a season of the runners, tailbacks, running backs, lots of big yardage people.
1: Yep, no doubt there are a lot of big yardage people out there. Trayvon Pankey last week, four touchdowns for Oak Park. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk with William Crispin, coach Michael Rose-Ivy, and Cole Young. you listen to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Yard.
3: The perfect vehicle may be hard to find
4: When you're looking for a real estate agent, you want someone who has all the knowledge, has the right tools, dots all the I's. Someone good enough to throw a no-hitter. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen for RE-MAX. You need an agent who has all the answers, understands the numbers, and sees all the possibilities. When you're looking for an agent who knows all their stuff, from for sale to sold, my pick is RE-MAX. And relax, they've done it a million times. Start your search today with the RE-MAX app, each office independently owned and operated choice a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements i'm attorney mike deepus
5: after a car wreck we'll fight to get you all the money you deserve and you don't pay us a dime unless we win your case
6: if you've been hurt call me i've got got this at price chopper we're always chopping prices just like we're always making sure you get the best cut every time Our expert meat cutters work hard to give you the freshest cuts of KC Pride beef you love at a price you'll love even more. And with our 200% guarantee on KC Pride beef, you can be sure you're giving your family the very best. For freshness, selection, and low prices, Kansas City knows. Price Chopper.
7: Hey, Chiefs Kingdom.
1: KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Deion Closo, joined as always by the coach, Harold Wamsgans, and a program like this wouldn't be possible with a great partner like BeUnion.com. They're the sponsor of the BeUnion.com game of the week. This is the final week for that, and each of the winning schools from that game receive $250 from BeUnion.com. They're also the sponsor of the Greater Kansas City Football Coaches Association All-Star Game in June. Uh, do a lot of great things, and also, if you are in- interested in a them. great... Career like the trade unions, uh, go to bunion.com. It's a fantastic uh, job opportunity there, and you can learn a lot of great things and a skill for life. We appreciate everything they do for high school football here in the Metro. Let's go ahead and get back in the football and bring in the coach for one of our Remax Big Three games, Michael Rose Ivy from William Crispin. And, coach, you know, the postseason always kind of gives you some second opportunities, and, and you guys have got a great one with North Kansas City. um You know, when they redid, you know, when they kind of reshuffled the deck this year and made class six bigger. Uh, it it, it kind of took away some of the, you know, lower seed versus high seed games and brought some teams together that were like teams, you know, you and uh, North Kansas City. And so the first round game, uh, you weren't necessarily rolling a, on the road to somebody who's, you know, got six, seven wins and, uh, you know, that you're maybe not outmatched, but you, you're, you're playing a team that looks a lot like you um, and is right. in the same position. Uh, that's got to make you feel like, hey, you know, we've got a chance here to win a postseason game, and um, you know, you know, put something, some positives together, and you know, you win one postseason game, you never know. Then you win two postseason games, <laughs> things can start rolling right. from there.
8: Right? Yeah. You know, it definitely is. Uh, it's an intriguing match, but in a lot of ways, you know, like I talked to the team, you know, we can't look at their record and say that's who they are. You know, they've played one of the toughest schedules. I, I would say probably here in Kansas City, um, regardless of class, um, they traveled across the state. Um, you know, they, I've, I've worked under Leon, and I, he's been a good friend of mine since I've, <laughs> I've kind of been in this uh, coaching thing. So um, I know the type of team he has. You know, I know the type of defensive pride he has, and we're very similar in that mindset. Um, so, th- you know, this is a great opportunity. I think both – I mean, honestly, I you know, like knowing him, I know he's thinking the same thing. Like, guys, like, hey, this is – you know, we, we played a tough schedule, but this, this is a game that, you know, like I said, you look at the – the last two two games, you know what I mean. This is a team that we know we can beat, you know. And um, so, I think it's 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 finding that confidence, right? The, the, the matchup is a good matchup for you, but also in hoping to have some confidence from the things you built upon throughout the season and all the things you executed. So,
7: um, really intriguing matchup, great matchup, and I'm
8: excited for it. And, um, you know, be good. I'm glad we're at home here. Um, so it, it's going to be an awesome experience, and awesome, uh, awesome, awesome atmosphere.
2: Coach, talk to us for just a minute about your defense and specifically about your defense, about your defense in the red zone. How do you feel you guys have been playing the last several weeks in that red zone defense?
8: Um, you know, I think we've we played decently. It's just when they're – it's the other 80 yards we're worried about. You know, it's – uh, you know, we, we look at that Plant County game last week, and, man, I mean, we go into second quarter, you know, 7-0 – um, you know, we have a freshman back there, punt returner. We have a lot of a lot of belief in he's gonna be a great football player, you know, he must that punt. You know, they go down the score. Um, you know, and it kind of rolls downhill from there. And you know, our defense hasn't been put in a lot of great situations, I'm being honest. Um I think for the most part they they've done what they can. You know, we always speak about being firemen, you know. Um it doesn't matter how big the fire is, or where the fire is at, right? Our job is to save lives and put the fire out. And for us, you know, obviously saving lives is not allowing points on the board, uh, but putting the fire out also is. Hey, if they get the ball on the on the on the forty, they can't get a part, They can't get more than two first downs. You know what I mean? And giving ourselves small goals to be able to work through throughout the drive. So I think we've been okay. It, we we we, we faced two really good opponents. Like I said, we really back the numbers. I don't even know how many red areas we really. We really had these past two weeks. And, you know, we've given up a lot of big plays, you know, especially in the run game. So, we're trying to shore that up, make sure we're good in our run fits, because we know, even though North Kansas has shown a little more spread, um, you know, they're, they're still they're still wanting to be, a you know, two back power offense. So, uh, we got to respect that.
1: Defensively, or offensively, uh, de- yeah you know they gave up a lot of points last week I I you you know coach Douglas like I do I'm assuming that that defense is going to come out with some pride and uh they're going to be ready to, to roll after what happened to them last week it's really kind of the outlier on their schedule uh you, th- that's a team that held Platte County down uh you know most of the game right. held St Joe Central the the, the two pretty high powered offenses to their lowest outpoint outpoint of the year um offensively what do you guys have to do to be successful against the defense that that that's led by coach Douglas
8: I think we got to do a couple of things. You know, they have some really good DBs. um, So we're going to have to make uh, good decisions as we tell the quarterbacks, you know, um, and where we put the ball, ball placement, they can take advantage of. You know, I have a little familiarity, you know, with their defensive scheme and and things like that. So, um, you know, some things I think we can take advantage of there. But, you know, we're going to consistently run the football. Um, If we're in situations where they're in their four-man front and they're able to play too high, then that means we're not doing enough in the run game. Um, the past couple of weeks, they've shown a little bit more single-high coverage. So, um, you know, we're going to have to still be able to run the football. But um, it's also that thing where, the, as a defensive coach, like are we really confident enough in our in our deep line to be able to play this four men up front and play coverage? Um, or do we need to roll that guy down? So, um, that will be kind of something we'll have to figure out early. You know, we use a lot of motions, a lot of open sets, uh, maybe a little bit more tempo this week than normal. Um, but I, you know, I, I think we just got to execute. That's the biggest thing, just execute. Um, be coachable and just play with a, with, with a, a fire you know what I mean a passion and one to win and one to um defend our home turf
2: coach after nine games what do you like about your quarterback situation as you go into this playoff game
8: um it's we've got bodies I mean that's <laughs> that's the <laughs> that's about I, that, I mean it's not no knock on those guys but we got a, you know one guy that played one year experience of varsity Coming into this year, we had a freshman quarterback. We had another guy. This is his first year of varsity. This is his first year of varsity. He's the oldest guy. Um, so it, it, it's been a carousel. Um, you know, we've had some some issues, you know, not necessarily on the field, but kind of off the field um, with, a, with a guy. Um, so we're, we're trying to figure out kind of where, where we go there. But Declan's going to start this week. Um, you know, we, we still thought he has a lot of potential, you know, again, it's just the, the amount of work that goes into starting at the, as a varsity quarterback and not just what you have to do, but what you have to get everyone else to do, right, and and not be a finger-pointer, but uh, uh, say, hey, we we have to come up with a solution, right? So that's the biggest thing we're trying to get those guys to understand because they don't have a lot of experience, um, and it's hard to, um, you know, channel personal success and team success, especially with this generation, Um you know, so we're we're trying to work through that. But I think I think for the future, you know, what we have, we're going to have come back next year with all those guys. I think we're we feel confident. You know, we got to, we got to continue to do a better job of coaching them up and, and getting them the right experience, but also putting them in the right place. You know, that's the big thing about it is putting them in the best position to be successful. So that's something we're going to continue to do. We're going to continue coaching them up and giving them the right tools uh, to be successful.
1: Well, coach, it should be a fantastic game. Good luck, and we appreciate you taking time with us.
8: No problem. Appreciate you guys. Go Bears.
1: Well, Coach Walms, uh, Coach rose Ivy, and Chrisman got a great opportunity in front of them, but they're playing a a solid, uh, you know, the record may not look it, but a a well-coached
2: team in in, uh, North Kansas City. You know he'd like to see them score a touchdown off of a special team, right? (laughs) Yes, no no doubt about that. All right, let's go ahead and move on
1: to some small school talk. We're bringing our own Cole Young. And Cole with the, you know, in Class 1, everybody's off pretty much this week. And uh, in Class 2, nobody's really off (laughs) this week. And Class 2 is kind of the catch-all, and then, you know, three and four and five and six are a lot, a lot more similar, but, uh, class two, every, you know, the the Lafayette County district has eight teams. Everybody else has seven. So there's a lot of, you know, games out
9: there this week in class two. Yeah. There's some good games, you know, early on in the season, especially in class two, um, you know, you start to look and the, the, the blessing or the curse, I guess, of having all these really good teams, you know, take Adrian, for example, is the two C they're playing a four and five Stockton team. Who's beaten some squads. Um, you know, Kip and Hogan Preps, another game, yeah. another, you know, four or five game that could be a really good matchup. Um, you know, just kind of, yeah, there's some, it's, I know I was listening to the uh, Snap Tackle Pod podcast <laughs> earlier today, the and they were talking about how there's no good games this week. But I think in Class 2 there is at least. The rest of the rest of the classes I can't speak for.
1: We, we may have been up in, up in the upper classes, I think, was where we were bit, talking yeah. a little bit that. But, uh, no, and, and, you know, you look at Class 3, Pembroke kill Cameron.
9: Yeah, that's a game where, you know, Pembroke Hill, I feel like, is playing Play, playing oh. football down the you know, playing great football down the stretch. Um, you know, they're they're five they're both two teams five and four. I think that are both pretty happy with how things have gone so far this year. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. They're if you look at their comparative scores, really the only two teams they, you know, they match up against were Lincoln Prep and St. Pius, and they both have very similar scores against St. Pius. So I think for that game, it's just gonna be a matter of um, you know, can Pembroke Hill get that offense going to to kind of match the the Cameron offense?
2: You don't have to stay with class two, but my question to you today is gonna to be what game do you see or games do you see that could be trap games for somebody?
9: Oh man, that's a good question. Um, you know, just kind of kind of looking through here, um you know, I, I think Richmond is never a team you want to play in the playoffs. You know, they're facing Chillicothe. That's one game that feels a little, a little bit like a trap game. Um, You know, kind of looking at class four a little bit. Um You know, I think there, there's a couple that kind of jump out that seem a little, a little crazy to me. Um You know, I don't, I don't know, really, I guess with with Lincoln prep, you know, I think they're the team going on the road to face Carl junction. I don't yeah. think Carl Junction loves that. If I were, if I were a betting man, um, you know, that one really kind of kind of jumps out and then, um, you know, I'll jump up to class to class five. Um, you know, there's, there's a, there's something that seems off about Neosho playing Raytown South, you know, Neosho is one and eight. Um, but I think they are, from what I can gather, they're they're a decent one and eight, and you know I'll just say this: they stayed within three scores of Web City.
1: It was twenty you know, to eighteen they, in the fourth quarter. That yeah,
9: game. you look at the teams they lost to, and they lost to real football, te- like real good Southwest football teams. They have played Joplin close. You know, Joplin wasn't really close, but they played you know Joplin, Carthage close. You know, Carl Junction they lost to, but they you know they didn't they weren't one of these teams that was getting beat by sixty to Nixa or Web City or teams like that. So. That's another game that I think could be closer than we expect. Well,
1: and in that game, it, it, I will say this: the one thing Raytown South's got that that plays this time of year is a good defense, right? <laughs> and and they've no, got yeah. that, that's a, that's the one thing I think that will help them as they go forward through this. And um, you know, as we go through there, you know, there may, maybe some games that teams should win easily. Uh, I want to talk about last week, Oak Grove Warrensburg, <laughs> 56 in that game. Um, you know, I, I know Coach Kavanaugh a few weeks ago felt like their defense was playing better. They got the win over Pleasant Hill. Offensively, they're outstanding, but that uh, Pat Richard, um, they got the, the lost on the field to Lincoln Prep. They get that one back. They know, seven and two for that team, you know, or six and three, depending on how you look at it. Uh, but going and winning at Harrisonville and then beating Warrensburg, you know, in back to back weeks. Oak yeah. Grove is a team that, you know, should get their first round win. If you're Odessa, do you really want to see Oak Grove again as the two seed in your district?
9: I will say this about Oak Grove, and it's the same. I call it the Kelly Donahoe rule. Do you want to play? Kel- do you want to see a Kelly Donahoe team in the playoffs a second time? Absolutely not. You also don't want to see Pat Richard a second time. That guy can coach. Yeah. Or Mark Thomas. That's what makes it. Fun. Mark <laughs> Thomas. That's the thing. don't want to see him a second time either. Um, <laughs> but I will say this if you look at Oak Grove scores 47, 48, 45, 10. odessa and then 49 44 45 87 i don't think oak grove if and when they would play odessa a second time is going to get held to a touchdown (laughs) that's just personal opinion um no i mean oak grove's playing fantastic football this time of year now and i think um you know as we kind of look at look at them and who you know where they're going to go you know they should get by summit christian this week and then it's you know it's kind of game on
1: and Oak Grove Odessa district final would be great. <laughs> that's
9: that's how it's supposed to be, right? Though that's yeah. what a district final is supposed to be. Two teams nearby, don't no love lost, and that are just two good football teams, you know, grinding it out.
2: Oak Grove is extremely deep at the running back position. They've got three or four oh, yeah. guys that they really like, and two guys that are really up there in total yardage, I think. They're, they can run the football. And at this time of year, with the weather, that's a good plus to be a running football team.
1: Yeah, and and there's no there's no center, there's no Lincoln Prep in Class Three this year. They're all they're both up, and and that's where they've run into some problems. You know, the year they won it, they had some a- athletes to match up with those guys, and they they won the state champ. You know, Aaron Graham definitely was a difference maker. But uh, you know, that's if you're Oak Grove and Odessa, if you get through that district, you know, you got to feel like you're you're in a in a good spot. You, you're going to match up in Mary Maryville and St. Pius, but uh, those, that, that's a it's a good spot to be in a class three.
9: And, you know, if you think about it, when you get to that district championship game, you're more than likely, if it's those two teams that match up, you're going to have three 1,000 yard rushers on that field. Yes. With, you know, Noah Spencer's obviously well past that already. You know, Logan Pittman will get there probably this week. And same with Gabe Stutter, right? I mean, he's already, he's at 952 yards. So that's, it reminds me of Pat Richards' ORC days when he had a couple running backs and you would like get to the state championship game and it'd be team rushing yards, 4,800 yards. You know, <laughs> and it's seven different Eubanks and a Kauffman kid. They all rushed for 2,000 yards.
1: <laughs> he had some dudes back in the day at ORC. There's no doubt about that. Uh, well, as you look going forward, um, this week's got some decent games. There's some good ones on the horizon next week in the district finals. When you look at the class two, um, I think Lafayette County's got a pretty good run to get through their district.
9: Yeah, you know, you, Lafayette County's, you know, they're playing good good football. I think the game that kind of jumps out to me when I think about Lafayette County is um, you know, just there's there's a lot of really good teams, not great teams, but good teams, I think, that are gonna test their depth, right? So St. Michael's Holden kind of stuck with them early on in yeah. the season. I don't know if Holden gotten healthier or not. But uh, that should be an interesting district, and I think that's, you know, I think Lafayette County is the, the favorite in it, but um, man, Class 2 is going to be a fun <laughs> fun way to break down this year.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's going to be definitely the one of the deeper classes out there. Well,
9: Cole, have fun this week, and
1: uh, we'll chat with you next week. All
9: right. Thanks, sir.
3: The perfect vehicle may be hard to find.
4: Like baseball, real estate is a numbers game, and you need an agent that understands the numbers. Numbers like Two Cy Youngs the 1985 championship MVP, and throwing a no-hitter. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen for REMAX. REMAX agents have all the experience and the knowledge to take you from for sale to sold. They understand the numbers and can help you through the process. Relax, they've done it a million times. It's why no one in the world sells more real estate. Start your search today with the REMAX app, each office independently owned and operated. Hi, it's
0: Derek Johnson, and I know there's nothing better than being part of a team a group of great people you can count on and learn from. The Sheet Metal Workers Local Number 2 are growing their team and looking for quality men and women who want to build Kansas City's future. While you're making KC a better place, you'll also get great pay and benefits while gaining lifelong skills. Explore the possibilities at SheetMetal2.org. That's SheetMetal2.org. And take a step towards a fulfilling and rewarding way of life.
7: Hey, Chiefs Kingdom.
0: The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements.
5: I'm attorney Mike DiBasquale. After a car wreck, the last thing you want to do is trust the insurance company. These insurance companies try to rip off good people every single day. My law firm won't let you get ripped off. We'll fight to get you all the money you deserve, and you don't pay us a dime unless we win your case. If you've been hurt, call me. I've got this.
0: Mike's got this. All you need to know. 816
3: Mike's got this.
1: Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Dion Closo, joined as always by the coach, Harold Walmsgans. And a program like this, wouldn't be possible with a great partner like Price Chopper. The local Price Chopper is always chopping prices, so you can enjoy all your game day favorites for less. Download the My Price Chopper app today and find all this week's offers, plus coupons, rewards, and more. They're also the sponsor of the Price Chopper Student Athlete of the Week, honoring those students who work in their buildings and they do great things at work and then also on the field this week is Jason Blue from St. Joe Benton. Congratulations to him and congratulations to all the things he's doing off the field and on the field uh, this year. All right, let's go ahead and b- get back into football. and bring in a coach from one of our Remax Big Three games, Justin Ponce from Park Hill South. And coach, I know there's some off the field stuff you guys have had to deal with. You had those forfeits. It's over, it's passed. You're still playing football, so it doesn't really matter. Um, you bet, in those games, though, you were very close in a lot of them, uh, played a lot of teams very close. And um, the side effect of those forfeits was some of those teams that had gotten the six-point win now got a 13-point win. Yep. So it kind of had that effect. But last week, you guys broke through and beat a good Lee Summit team. Um, so on the field, uh, some some results are, are kind of turning your way. And this week, you get a Staley team. You only lost two by one point uh, in, a, in one of the great rematches that we get sometimes in the postseason. How excited are you coming off that game last week? And what do you feel like you guys have done in the last few weeks to kind of take some steps forward?
10: Yeah. And and so again, um, really what we've done the last couple of weeks is just kind of focus on fundamentals. And um, like you said, we feel like we've been close the whole season. And again, when you play at this level, there's no moral victories or anything like that. So you have to learn how to finish um, on the field and Um, all those good things. And truly that was it. And I got a lot of great texts after last Friday night and Hey, what did you guys do different? All this kind of stuff. It's nothing really. We just finally connected on those deep passes and finally made that tackle and finally made that block. And um, so, you know, the same things we've been harping on and kind of preaching the last couple of weeks, we just finally were able to execute that on the field on a Friday night. So that was nice to see.
2: Coach, I had a privilege to see you guys last weekend in that win, and one of the groups that really impressed me were your receiver group. Talk a little bit about that receiver group and what they bring to the table against Staley.
10: Yeah, absolutely. Um, we we have a pretty good um, group of receivers out there. And again, um, Drew, our quarterbacks have done a great job kind of spreading out the ball and getting it to them. And um, we're kind of led the way by um, Chance Taylor, who's a sophomore, who's going to be a really special player for us in the years to come. And um, Noah Washington, a senior, has kind of come on um, lately um, and kind of given us some of those big plays. And then we have Marcus Parker, who's kind of that tight end H-back receiver that um, is, you know, we're able to use him in the run game, but then he's still able to make plays in the passing game. And when you kind of keep that kind of body on the field for both of those, um, I feel like that really helps our offense. Where you truly don't know if you're going to run it or if you're going to pass it or all those kind of things, and um, so that's kind of helped us these last couple of weeks.
1: Defensively, I know in that first game, KB Stone had a big run <laughs> against you, and he's he's a load. He's a tough thing. How do you how do you you know how do you with a second shot at him again? Is there anything you do differently, or you just kind of just focus on you know getting that tackle, you know, running <laughs> running more guys at the ball, that kind of thing.
10: Yeah, so we actually, um, he missed our game the first time. Huh. Um, I think that was right after he had the shoulder injury. And it was funny, I was just talking with another coach. Um, it may be a little bit chilly. So we're hoping that we don't make any business decisions in the cold because um, truly, like we told the kids, our, our great stud D and Kiro Martin, um, he looks like a lot like Kiro, 6'2", and can run the ball. So um, truly, you know, kind of have to whack tackle and have to kind of bring a lot of guys to the party because he's a lot to bring down.
2: Coach, what do you like about your run defense as you go into this 10th week? Um,
10: like I said, I I feel like they're really aggressive and, um, truly with, with a back like stone, if we can get him stopped before he gets started, I feel like we can be successful. Um, so I think they've done a great job on playing on the other side of the line of scrimmage. So again, if we can make those blocks a little bit muddy for him, if we can make him stop his feet in the backfield, which our D line has done a great job all year of doing, then we can rally and tackle. And again, we have a lot of speed in the secondary. So, um, if that kind of, if we have that chance to kind of rally to him in the backfield, I feel like we're going to be successful. A lot of times
1: when we have coaches on, we don't know their kickers. Uh, <laughs> we we know your kicker. <laughs> we know he's a weapon. Um, I, I haven't looked that deep into the forecast to know what the wind's going to be like, but Mason Love is one of the best kickers I don't know in the country probably. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so we know that's a weapon for you. How important is that, and, and the work he's done, and the work he's done the last few years uh, to be in this position to be one of the best guys in, in the city, easily if not if not the country.
10: Yeah and really it's all three times that he kicks off and um it's you know such a big thing where every time he kicks off it seems like it's going through the back of the end zone so you know that offense has 80 yards to go every single time and and coach probably knows when you when you're in high school football on every single drive you have to go 80 yards that's a lot of room for mistakes and then Um, You know, you talk about his punting. I mean, he is, you know, he's smacking his thighs when he hits a 40-yard punt that only has four and a half seconds of hang time. You're like, holy cow, this is incredible. Like, we've gone years where we haven't had, you know, that would have been an outstanding punt from our punter if if he could have done that. And um, truly, like I've told a few coaches is, you know, um, I, I don't don't know if it's not being aggressive enough or whatever, but we get to that 40-yard field goal range, and I just feel like it's an automatic three points where it's not a lot to think about. It's just, hey, let's go run Mason out there and let's get three points. And one of our coaches' dad uh, asked him the question, hey, do you guys ever think he's going to miss from 40? And, and honestly, no. Like, we almost kind of chalk it up as, hey, this is going to go through if we can kind of get it blocked up front. So, um, truly, that, that's been a great asset to have this season.
2: Coach, I have to ask you this question regarding what you just talked about. Have you practiced fair catch, free kick, three points, right? Have you practiced that?
10: (laughs) No, we haven't, but that's a good point that we may need to put in there just so, you know, if that comes down to it. Because, again, Mason has that leg where he can make it from there. So,
1: yeah, that's a good point. to something to look at. Yeah, that's that rule that people talk about every once in a while. (laughs) You have to think about, well, Coach, it should be a fantastic game. Uh, Good to see you guys playing well. Good luck this week, and we'll talk to you again soon. Yep, thank you both. Well, Coach Coach uh Coach Ponce,
2: that was a, a good one for them last week. They had a tough one with Staley this week. They've got to get it going. You know what? The key is going to be their offensive line and their pass protection, whether they'll be able to keep Staley's front five people out of that backfield.
1: No doubt. All right, let's move on to another REMAX Big 3 game and bring in Lee Summit Coach Eric Thomas. And, Coach, you guys are hosting Ray Peck this week. And before we got going, we talked about the, the change in the classifications and how that's kind of changed things up in Class 6. Uh, and, you know, with their not full 18 districts anymore. And um, so there's some buys in there and, and you guys get to get Ray Peck in week one. It it seems like I think at first glance, I, I I thought, oh, we lost some of those great four or five games. But what we did is bring some more competitive games into the first round and make the first round a little bit more on par for the teams that are playing. And, and some teams, you lose the one eights uh, and you guys get a, a four or five game here with you and Ray Peck, which is two similar football teams going head to head. Yeah,
8: I mean, I don't know. I I really like the change moving to – and for everybody that doesn't know, we moved to 42 teams in Class 6, which created eight districts instead of four throughout the state of Missouri. And you really get back to a true east versus west type deal. There's four districts in the east. There's four districts in the west. Excuse me. So then, I mean, you're really – you feel like you have a chance in your district to kind of play in your local area. Then you combine with another district, like our district goes down to the Springfield area. Um, and you create like these games right here that you know two teams that maybe have had a rough season that have struggled a little bit, but man, both teams feel like they have a chance to win in week ten, and and you're going to get the one seed after this. But man, you got a chance to win in week uh, week ten and extend your season a little bit, and you get to host uh get to host another chance to host a playoff game, which which some of the teams that are in the lower ends of those uh those districts, when you're in an eight team district, and our eight team district is man, it's always been just loaded. Um, you may not ever get that opportunity. So I think it's exciting. And it, and it's helped the classifications through the state of Missouri. I mean, our whole goal behind this, as we did this as a coaches' association, um, started with trying to help class one because we had a lot of teams dropping into eight man and class one was the biggest classification. So really trying to help those guys and, and stay in class one and feel like they have a competitive edge. And then it just kind of trickled through. Um, and we eliminated almost all of those one, eight matchups across the state, which were, we we're, were some tough matchups for some teams but I'm excited about it I I hope it uh hope it stays across the state of Missouri and, and we'll see how it goes here when we get into this playoff the other thing it did and I know I'm getting off topic here but the other <laughs> thing it did is it got all all the state championship games back to one weekend yeah they're all the same weekend now instead of being two weekends which is exciting you can go down and watch a bunch of games and and that's an exciting time
2: coach talking about your game this week when was the last time you guys played Ray petett
8: Oh, Coach, it's been I wanna say it's been four or five years. I don't think we've had them in the last two scheduling cycles. Um, so it's been a while since we've since we've played right back I mean, Coach Cruz was still the coach there, I think. Um last time we played. Now we see them every summer. They come up to our seven on seven and stuff every summer. And uh, you know, that just I've always had a lot of a lot of admiration for their staff and for their program and and what their kids are in their program. Yeah, I mean, all the way back to Coach Cruz, Coach Martin's been there with him the whole time and I just think they do things the right way. I think they're a good group of guys, and and man, their kids just love to play football. They always just love to play football. It's exciting. It's not exciting to be an opponent, right? Because uh, they're going to hit you. They're going to be physical, uh, and, and they just they just love the game.
1: As you look at this game this week, um, what's going to be a key for your offense as you go up against the Ray Peck defense uh, that traditionally is always pretty tough, though they've given up some points this year.
8: Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing for us is this. Sounds very cliche. I get it, but we we got to stop turning the ball over. Like we we've had we've had a lot of turnovers in the last few weeks, and a lot of them are on like tipped passes that become interceptions and and things like that. That's one of the struggles. We're, we're throwing the ball quite a bit, um, and that's one of the struggles of throwing the football. You're taking that chance every time you put it in the air uh, that that something's going to happen. It's going to be a tipped ball, it could be an interception. So we've got to we've got to stop. Killing ourselves with turnovers, we got to be smarter about that uh, and take care of the football. So, uh, and then, and we got to block the guys up front. I mean, that's a key to us offensively is is trying to be able. We got to run the football some. We've got to be able to run the football some, um, and not being able to do that the last couple of weeks has really hurt us offensively and made us very one sided. So, we just got to make sure that we can run the ball a little bit and then take care of the football.
2: Coach, I really like your receiver group. I think they run great routes and they seem to be able to get open. That's a good group. Talk to us about that group and how many seniors are in that group.
8: Yeah, it's it's really developed um as a as a really good group. I mean, Landon Moutre is our is our leading returner from last year, and and he wasn't a starter last year. He uh was a role type guy. We used in some different packages, but really does a nice job of catching the football in space and And, man, if the ball's in the air, he's going to find a way to catch it. He's gritty. I like him. I like the way he goes and gets the football. Braden Davis, uh, who had 140-some-odd yards receiving last week, number – he wore a different number last week, but he's traditionally number two, um, was a soccer player. I think we talked about him last time. And the development that he's gone through, just learning the game of football. Uh, Then you got some sophomores out there. I mean, uh, Carson Feeney, number five is a sophomore, he's going to be coming back. Big, physical kid. Uh, likes to hit, likes to run physical after the after the catch, and has great hands. And then uh, Peyton Hatfield, who's starting to play some, is also a sophomore uh, and is making some big plays for us. So we've got some young guys out there um, mixed in with a couple seniors. Uh, that's that's exciting to see and what's going to take place in the future. And then last week we started a freshman tailback um, in Drew Benassi, who uh, we we hopefully we hope to get Jaden Gibson back this week as our senior tailback. Uh, but both those guys have done a great job of receiving the ball and and running it. Also,
1: defensively, they've got you know Jaden Riddell, one of the best players in the country, and the tailback is a sophomore. He's been out, um, but as we talk, maybe he'll be back this week. What kind of things do you do yeah. defensively with a player like Riddell that you you want to make sure you don't get killed by him, but also don't just leave everyone else <laughs> open yeah. to do things?
8: Uh, that conversation has happened repeatedly in our <laughs> coach's office this week, like. Okay, so we want to know where he's at. We've got to honor where he's at because he could kill you. I mean, as a drop of a dime. I mean, he took a bubble screen to the house from, like, 60 last week, I think it was. Um, So really good football player. So you got to know where he's at. you got to know where to defend him. But then if they get the tailback back, which I fully anticipate he's going to play, um, you know, that makes him a little bit more of a two-headed monster and and makes him a little bit tougher. But really proud of how our defense has played, especially just stopping the run uh, over the last few games. Um, you know we've, we've really got that part of it kind of honed in we got we got some coverage we had some busts last week against park hill south uh and then just some matchup issues last week against park hill south but we got to get that figured out and, and not give them the one-on-ones with number 23 as much uh and, and try to try to take care of him a little bit but i don't i don't know that you can ever it, it's like having josh last year or some guys that we've had in the past and we've had some great kids around the metro area you're never going to totally take them out of the ball game right but if you can limit their big plays, uh, I think is the big thing for us. And, I mean, again, we got to continue to take care of the run first and then make them beat us passing the football. But that's hard to say when you've got that kid standing out there saying, make them beat us passing the football because he can do it in a hurry.
1: Well, Coach, it should be a fantastic game. Good luck, and we appreciate you taking time with us.
8: Yeah, I appreciate it. I'm going to get back to parent-teacher conferences and, <laughs> and have a little fun this afternoon.
1: Alright, that's Lisa Summit Coach Eric Thomas. He's got a Remax Big Three game as they welcome Ray Peck. Alright, we come back, we're gonna talk with our own Andy Meyer and do our picks with the pros. Listen to the Preps KC's football Friday night, driven by the McCarthy Auto.
3: The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy
6: At Price Chopper, we're always chopping prices, just like we're always making sure you get the best cut every time. Our expert meat cutters work hard to give you the freshest cuts of KC Pride beef you love at a price you'll love even more. And with our 200% guarantee on KC Pride beef, you can be sure you're giving your family the very best. For freshness, selection, and low prices, Kansas City knows. Price Chopper.
0: Hi, it's Derek Johnson, and I know there's nothing better than being part of a team. A group of great people you can count on and learn from. The Sheet Metal Workers Local Number 2 are growing their team and looking for quality men and women who want to build Kansas City's future. While you're making KC a better place, you'll also get great pay and benefits while gaining lifelong skills. Explore the possibilities at sheepmetal 2org That's sheepmetal 2org And take a step towards a fulfilling and rewarding way of life. The Choice for a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements.
5: I'm attorney Mike D. Pasquale. Winning attitude starts with confidence. My law firm is so confident that if we take your injury case and we don't win, you don't pay us a dime. Call me. I've got this.
6: 816-88750. Mike's got this.
7: Hey Chiefs Kingdom, this is Mitch Holtis, Voice of the Chiefs. To stay at the top of their game, the Chiefs have trusted the University of Kansas Health System for their care. And you can trust them to care for you too. Whether you're a pro athlete, a student athlete, or a fan who likes to stay active, the care remains the same. Because the University of Kansas Health System cares for the entire Chief's kingdom. To request an appointment, visit kansashealthsystem.com chiefs.
3: The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy
1: Preps KC's football Friday night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Deion Clissum. From the coach, Carol Womsgons. Yeah. And we're here in the Preps KC studio, powered by Xfinity Internet. Supercharge your home with supersonic Wi-Fi for an ultra fast and incredibly powerful connection. All right, let's go ahead and bring in our own Andy Meyer as we close out our show like we do every week in our final segment. And Andy, uh, you had a good one last week. I got to watch that Oak Park Fort Osage game. I thought Fort Osage really in the first half of that game was really the the team that I thought was going to come out on top, but they settled for field goals instead of touchdowns. And in the end, that was the difference Then Oak Park pulled away in the second half.
11: Absolutely. And I think you saw, you know, those first couple drives, uh, what we expected to see and, and, uh, you know, thought we might get one of the uh, highest scoring games all year, uh, how things were, were going early on in a, a great matchup of two teams who like to be really physical, run the ball, River Peppers, I think, gets in the end zone, scores the first one, uh, and then Trayvon Pankey answered right back. The difference was that you know they they had sustained drives. Ford Osage did, but then uh, you know Oak Park to defense was really able to uh, rise to the rise to the occasion, rise to the challenge uh, against a. a uh, Ford Osage team that had come in on a four game win streak and it really started yeah. to put things together uh, credit the the Oak Park defense for uh, holding uh, peppers uh, to under hundred rushing yards for just the second time this year. You know, he really wasn't able to sort of get loose. They kept him uh, from sort of uh, running wild on them. Like he, like he has for so many, uh, against so many other teams, but uh, even with a, I think they were down maybe by two scores, Ford Osage going into the second half that man, they came out, they get a fourth down stop touchdown, fourth down stop, mm-hmm. touchdown. Uh, and then forced a punt and we're driving down to potentially take the lead. Uh, that's where you saw, you know, uh, Mikey Ross, I'm sorry, Mikey Davis for Oak Park, uh, that secondary making big plays, swings the momentum back in Oak Park's favor and then they were able to, you know, pull away and down the stretch and, and be able to to wrap up their first undefeated regular season since 1999. A really big moment for uh, coach Clements and everyone involved. Uh, that that has been able to do that as well as I think they had already uh, wrapped up the number one district seed and, and given themselves a, a bye week this week and then t- time to rest up and get healthy uh, and get ready for the next round. Uh, Panky, of course, you know, continues his stellar season finish with, you know, 141 yards, four touchdowns to really lead that Oak Park team. Uh, sh- shout out Evan Braxton as well. Like mm-hmm. the, here's a kid that has flown under the radar a little bit, I think, uh, as a – uh, not if not anybody that, that played him they know who exactly who he is but he just contributes so much um you know one game he'll run for 100 yards uh and you know turn in some big plays this time he caught three passes for 122 and a touchdown uh he's a you know kick returner punt returner and is just a, has that game-breaking uh speed uh one of the one of you know one of the star track athletes uh, on oak park as well that can really hurt you once he he gets loose just get him in space uh and he can take off he had a couple of huge plays that was able to either flip the field or get oak park in the end zone uh that really contributed to their uh to their big lead so uh two teams that are playing really well uh, right now uh, going into the postseason and it, it was a it was a fun matchup and yeah one that uh that lived up to you know, again, yet another uh, great sort of budding rivalry and a clash between those uh, those two teams that have a lot of history against one another.
2: Andy, in your opinion, does Oak Park belong on the same level as Lee Summit, North Liberty, North Rockhurst? Are they all four on the same level?
11: Yeah, th- th- this, that's a really interesting question because, you know, this is a, we haven't, this is the first time they've been in that classics conversation, right? And they, they're going to have to, um, to go through them if they want to reach the, their goals of, you know, going as uh, going as far as they can. I, I think based on th- – they have everything they need to compete um, against uh, against that level. You know, step one is making it out of districts. They've got to win a couple of big games to get to that point. But if they are able to to win their district as well in advance, uh, I think they are going to be a handful uh, n- no matter what. You know, you, you look at their their defense – as well, they've got um, Cam Wall, Caden Fields, uh, t- some really good junior linebackers, as well as some, uh, you know, just really good size uh, on on the defensive line. Jordan Bruce uh, is a you know a really physical uh, big defensive lineman, and uh, Logan Westling was uh, playing a lot more d tackle than I remember him as well. So th- they can match up size wise. You know, we've seen the the game breaking speed they've got. So uh, I think that they are. Uh, well-deserved, uh, you know, have been ranked all year and are going to be a tough matchup no matter who they run into. Even those traditional Class 6 powers, uh, they're, they're going to step up and, uh, you know, uh, be in that conversation, you know, once we get, a, you know, if things go their way and they keep playing at this level throughout the postseason.
1: Real quick before we let you go, this week you got Park Hill South and Staley, two teams kind of similar to each other, played a one-point game before. Um, I think you're going to get a good good one between these two teams.
11: Yeah, for sure. First time that I've gotten to see um, either one of them. Uh, Park Hill South with a really surprising, uh, I think, you know, week nine game uh, to wrap up the regular season. You know, hanging 40 points and uh, playing really well. Uh, Staley as well got a, uh, you know, one of the best uh, backs in the area in KV Stone and is, you know, can can get loose and have a, have a big game as well. So really interesting matchup and, uh, you know, a, a fantastic game amidst a, a bunch of really good ones as we get into the postseason here.
1: It should be a good one, Andy, and looking forward to all your great work Friday night on
11: the site. Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you again next week. Sounds good. Thanks so much.
1: All right. That's our own Andy Meyer. Does fantastic work, admired by other guys who do writing for us with all the video work he does and uh, really paints a great story for you if you put the video and his writing. Okay. It's time for our picks with the pros, coach. Squeaked out another one last week.
2: You know what? I'm under a lot of pressure going into the playoffs. I have a two-game losing streak, two-week losing streak going into the playoffs.
1: All right, let's go ahead and get right at it. We're going to start on the Kansas side. uh, With Lansing at Pittsburgh, Coach,
2: what do you think about this one? You know what? I really like the Lansing senior quarterback. I think he's a good one, and they've got good receivers. Pittsburgh is a tough place to go to play on the road. I'm going to go with Pittsburgh.
1: I agree with that. It's a tough place to go. But I think Lansing has been in almost every single game. They haven't been blown out. Uh, too many times. I think that I think they're ready to break through here. I think this is going to be a win for them. Okay. Next up, Shawnee Mission North at Blue Valley West. Coach, I, I, I like this game. I think it's going to be a good game, but I think Blue Valley West size uh will win out in this one um with the 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 line and Sage Huffman the quarter the the running back and then of course Nagy uh Tate Nagy the quarterback is a great runner as well. I like Blue Valley West.
2: I agree with you. I think their offensive skill of people are as good as anybody's I'm going to go with Blue Valley West also.
1: All right, our first REMAX big three game, Piper at Eudora. I hope it's as good as the last two times these two teams played. I like Eudora in this one, Coach. I, I think that they've got a little bit uh, – had a little bit more success in terms of, of the teams that they've played against, um, where Piper is still maybe a little banged up and they're young. Uh, I like Piper. If I, I like Piper this year. I may love them next year as they get a little older, uh, but I like Eudora this year.
2: Well, I think you have to like the Eudora offensive weapons. I'm going to go with Eudora also.
1: Another rematch here, Shawnee Mission East at Shawnee Mission Northwest. Uh two weeks ago, this is a great game. Shawnee Mission East jumped out, I think it was a 14-0 lead, and then uh, Northwest came back on him. Coach, what do you think? I'm gonna go with Coach Black. He's sly. I'm gonna go with Shawnee Mission <laughs> Northwest. I'm gonna go with Shawnee Mission Northwest as well. Our final remax, big three game. Saint James at Bishop Nierge. Another remax or another rematch as well. Coach, I, I got to go with Miege on this one. I like St. James. I think it's been a much closer game than it was the first time around. But I think Miege is just playing and firing on all cylinders at the right time of the year.
2: I think what you like about St. James is the fact that they never back down. But I'm going to pick Miege. All right. Over on the Missouri side, our first game, we're picking Pembroke Hill at Cameron. Coach, what do you think about? Pembroke Hill's on a five-game winning streak. I'm going to stay with him. I'm going with Pembroke Hill. I
1: like Cameron. I like their schedule that they played a little bit better. Um, that being said, I'm picking against Sam Canopic and Greg Smith late in the season, so that's probably going to come back to haunt me, but I'm going to stick with Cameron with their body of work uh, that they've done. Okay, next up, Hogan Prep at Kip Legacy, two charter schools, going head-to-head. This game is at North Kansas City, it's where Kip plays their home games. I like Hogan Prep in this game, but I think Kip's a, a, is a program to keep an eye on the next few years, but I think Hogan's experience level will help them in, this, in this game.
2: Both these teams have lost to St. Michael and to Father Tolton. I'm going to go with Hogan Prep. Coach Lascola L- just does a great job there. It's 30th season at Hogan L- 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 Prep.
1: All right, next up, our first REMAX Big 3 game, North Kansas City at William Crispin. Coach, I like William Crispin in this game. I think that they've kind of got some things going in the right direction, uh, and they get a chance to get a home po- postseason game and maybe a-, a postseason win. I like the Bears.
2: I think this is big for the Bears seniors. I'm going to go with William Christmas also.
1: All right, our next REMAX Big 3 game, Park Hill South at Staley. Coach, what do you think?
2: This is going to be a, the passing game against the running game, and I'm going to go with the running game. I'm going to go with Staley. I'm going to go with Park Hill South. Really
1: impressed with what they did last week in uh, a big win over at Lee Summit. All right, finally, Ray Peck at Lee Summit. Co- talk with Coach Thomas about this one. Coach, I'm going to go with Ray Peck. I, th- I think maybe they've just got a few more weapons,
2: and then we'll get this one done, but I expect this one to be a close one as well. Ray Peck is always great in the trenches. I'm going to go with Ray Peck also. All
1: right, that's our show uh, for this week. We're going to have all the great coverage on the side on Friday night, Um, live scores from all the games, and, of course, all the great video highlights and stories and photos that we do every week. We'll listen to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group.
7: You've been listening to Prep KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. Prep KC's Football Friday Night is also brought to you by Remax, the Sports Medicine and Performance Center at the University of Kansas Health System. BUnion.com. Exporting Goods. Xfinity by Comcast. DM Law and Price Chopper.
4: When you're looking for a real estate agent, you want someone who has all the knowledge, has the right tools, dots all the I's. Someone good enough to throw a no-hitter. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen for REMAX. You need an agent who has all the answers, understands the numbers, and sees all the possibilities. When you're looking for an agent who knows all their stuff, from for sale to sold, my pick is REMAX. And relax, they've done it a million times. Start your search today with the REMAX app, each office independently owned and operated.
0: Mike's
3: got this All you need to know 816 888 Mike's got this The perfect vehicle may be hard to find But shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy Let us help you reserve the one you want That's right Pick your next vehicle before it arrives Choose from Chevy, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Honda, Toyota, Hyundai, Subaru, or GMC At one of McCarthy's 10 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required.
0: Hi, it's Derek Johnson, and I know there's nothing better than being part of a team. A group of great people you can count on and learn from. The Sheet Metal Workers Local Number 2 are growing their team and looking for quality men and women who want to build Kansas City's future. While you're making KC a better place, you'll also get great pay and benefits while gaining lifelong skills. Explore the possibilities at SheetMetal2.org. That's SheetMetal2.org. And take a step towards a fulfilling and rewarding
6: way of life. At Price Chopper, we're always chopping prices, just like we're always making sure you get the best cut every time. Our expert meat cutters work hard to give you the freshest cuts of KC Pride beef you love at a price you'll love even more. And with our 200% guarantee on KC Pride beef, you can be sure you're giving your family the very best. For freshness, selection, and low prices, Kansas City knows. Price Chopper.